Welcome back to the Dart Me podcast. We're back. We're back, boys. What are we calling this, boys? Season two? Is that what it is? Live line? Season two of the pod? Yeah, I mean, we probably need to come up with like a name for season two, but I guess uh, unofficially we'll call it just season two for now. All right. All right, then. Season two. Kicking it off. Season two for now. Of the Dart Me podcast. Before we get into it, uh, let's go around and say hi to the boys. I'm joined here by three other Dart Me members here tonight. Liveline Luke, how's it going? Not too shabby. Uh, football starts tomorrow. College football's underway. Life is good. All right. Making his second appearance on the podcast, Mad Max joining us. What's up, Mad Max? Hackers, how do you do? Call me when something's on the line. It's all on the line this week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And last but not least, Rhino joining me here. What's up, Rhino? <clears throat> Ryan, nothing much. Just college football, tennis majors, and MLB getting down to the, the race to the wild cards. So. Yeah, that's heating up too. So, all right, I guess mentioning the wild card baseball, sort of where we last left off the podcast in season one, I guess, with our MLB win totals draft. Uh, we can quickly revisit that slash talk a little baseball before we get into the meat of this podcast. Um, where do we want to start? Do we want to look at the, what we did, our horror win totals win, or what, Luke? Yeah, let's. Uh, why don't you just? Uh, why don't we go through each? participant and then um kind of just discuss where we're at in regards to their current record all right okay yeah so uh get the totals pulled up here i mean you're sitting at five and five here i'm sitting at four and six now three days ago is that that was at six and four so i have a lot teetering on the edge there and then rhino is also at four and six himself um Anything that jumps out to you in particular? You have those. Uh, you have those calculated out to when where they're projected to be, right? Yes. Okay. Um, just a minute here, boys. You want to just you want to just go through them, and uh, we'll kind of see, I guess, kind of how we feel about each one. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I don't really have too many that are on the edge. I know you said you had a couple that are on the edge. Uh, I think, from my perspective, I either kind of like one of them or I didn't there might be a couple that are close but uh you want to just go through those yeah well yeah so for yours that are on the edge I mean you got the Royals over 72 and a half right now they're sitting at on pace for 72.7 uh the so you're in the green there Dodgers under 103 and a half Dodgers recently have surged they're at 102 projection um Um, I mean, I'll keep going on the page here. And that's basically what you're at there. Those two tiering on the edge myself. Um, I have the angels. That's two games in my favor athletics. That's 0.3 in the wrong direction for me. 86 and a half. They're at 86.8 projected. Um, Padre, no, not the Padres pirates. That's also 0.2 and not in my favor. I was on the over 58 and a half. They're at 58.3. Um, Cleveland, I had them at over 500. They're sitting at 500. So I'm a half game off there or at one game. Um, and then, yeah, those are my three there on the edge. 
uh, Rhino himself, um, not really seeing much uh, teetering on the edge there. But yeah, that, that's where we're standing right now. So um, stuff that we got way wrong, I guess, in that you could say that for every MLB fan is the Giants coming out of nowhere. Their total was set at 75 and a half. Rhino was on the under. They're on pace for 103 wins there. So, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the rundown of the list, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, the Giants are ridiculous. I don't understand it quite yet. Uh, basically, basically, uh, best record in the majors. It's pretty crazy. Um, Ty, do you have the their win total off? The, the top of your head or on that sheet there? Yeah. What the it was? 75 and a half. 75 and a half. So they're already 15 over their win total. Um, I don't know. I, I guess all I would say is that the Giants are a team that I would want to face in the playoffs. That's all I would say. Like, I, I, would, I would not be scared of the Giants in the playoffs. No, yeah, I guess you could say that, too. I mean, I just listened to the John Boy Media podcast, too, today, and the Giants and Rays, still both teams with, like, the best records in baseball right now, they're, like, first and second with comeback wins. Like, the Rays win 25% of their games where they're trailing in the seventh inning, and then the Giants are right behind them with, like, 20%. And, like, the Giants win one out of every five games they're trailing in the eighth inning. They just sort of, like, find a way to get the job done, or the other team just does something ridiculous. Like, dude, the Red Sox blew a game to the Rays, like, with an inside-the-park home run that happened in the ninth inning that one day. Crazy stuff happening, but um, facing the playoffs, I don't know, I guess, because you don't see the star power there, I guess, is what you would say. I would just The reason I would say that is because I would rather face – the Giants or the Braves then face the Brewers or the Dodgers. I guess that's kind of how I look at it. I, mean, I think I think those teams are better than the Giants. So I would rather I'd rather face the Giants than face the wild card Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's I guess that's and they're probably gonna end up being the one seed, you know, if they can hold on here. But that's just crazy to me because I would rather face them than two other teams below them. Um so, yeah. Uh, other than that, the Brewers pretty much have the Central wrapped up. Um, yep. The Braves look pretty decent for the East, the, mm-hmm. but the Brewers are 11. What's their magic number right now? Yeah, last time I looked, their magic number was 12 games with 22 remaining. So, feeling good about that. Um, that, that. And that's the lowest magic number in baseball right now. Um, with basically the Reds and Cardinals trying to get into a wild card spot, you would say. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, other yeah. than maybe the White Sox, would yeah. maybe be close, but right, right, for sure. Yeah, those divisions are wrapped up. The Braves have a little work uh, left to do. The Giants obviously have some work. The Rays have that division pretty much wrapped up, which is insanity. And then the Astros are looking good. So, be interesting here. Pretty much the east. Pretty much the east and the west are on the radar for potential um, close races down the down the stretch here. And the other thing that I 
kind of want to touch on one thing I got like way wrong, I guess, or was, and that kind of coincides with the Giants being as good as they are, is the Padres over 94 and a half. Like they sort of just like hit a skid post All Star break. Um, so they're sitting projected at 85, and I think they're out of the wild card spot. Am I wrong in saying that? Uh, I believe that you are correct. It looks to be the Reds and the Dodgers. Yeah, so, like, kind of disappointing, um, I would say, especially since last night they got shut out by Packy Naughton and the boys. Like, they got shut out. What happened there? Easy knots. Naughty knots. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, that's sort of what I'm looking at there. Round, do you have anything to add with the MLB win totals or MLB as a whole? Or even Mad Max, you want to chime in? No. Nothing. Nothing for Rhino. I'm totally with on the Giants, so I was, that was like one of my top picks, them under, but yeah, no way over. Yeah, Dave, don't feel bad. I think that, like I said before, everybody was out, out on the Giants, or not expecting that out of the Giants, Christ. Um, but yeah, it was one of your top picks you said. Yeah, speaking of top picks, I mean, see this with the with the, the wind trolls draft. You keep going on the big board, down the big board. I'll just say it myself. Uh, I had three. My top three on the big board are are in the green, and I guess decently comfortable. But other than that, four and six, teeter on the edge. Uh, a few of them. Yeah, I don't have too much else. I would just say it was uh, funny to see the Mets met like we predicted that they would do, oh, and yeah. they're they're now sitting mm-hmm. at five hundred pretty easy under in my opinion and then i think like the giants and dodgers success has a lot to do with the padres just totally collapsing too yeah i mean it's been pretty bad so Mm. um i don't have too much else other than i will touch on our our fantasy success tie i think the hackers should know kind of where we're at not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves but we are in contention for a pretty large payday um for sure we will we will make money uh but ty and i are basically in a uh what they call a cut line championship for fantasy baseball we had to draft a team a best ball team at the start of the season um and we had to make certain cuts with our points we are now in the final cut first place is 75 grand i won't say what position we're in right now but uh We'll keep you updated. That ends next Sunday, and Ty and I are sitting pretty good right now. Um, again, not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves. We still have a week and a half to go, but last place takes home eight hundred dollars. So, uh, I, I don't suspect that we'll take last, but I would be, I would be okay with last. Uh, I can tell you we're sitting a long ways from last place right now. So, feel pretty good about that. We'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, so, yeah. You can't get any further away from last place. No, you, you, you can't. You can't get any further away from last place is right. I'm not going to say what place we're in, but if you can't figure that out, then. There's no pressure. There's no pressure from where you're sitting right now. Well, the thing is, we can't do anything. So we just There's have nothing our, you could do. The last waiver period was in June yeah. uh, that we could pick up guys. So I think that was the last waiver period. Yeah. So like we, we got to pick up guys in May. And we got to pick up guys in June. And then after June, you could not touch your roster. So we haven't. So I it's mean, an injury crapshoot. It's an injury crapshoot. 
Correct. Yes. We have like three guys on COVID right now, but they're coming off of COVID uh, this week and next week. So I don't know. Hoping them better. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Start me, Packer Nation. Uh, but yeah, I like the I like our team. I like our team. For sure. We won't get it. We won't go into details. We'll just keep you updated and let you know how we finish. Uh, again, it ends next Sunday. So. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on then, I guess uh, before we get into the NFL win total draft that we teased before, um, we actually had some. Um, so we can go in and briefly, I guess, discuss this. The headliner game being um, for Dartme in Hacker Nation was Fresno State, Oregon, where the Dartme dog, Fresno State, uh, plus 20 and a half. Covered, losing 31-24 at Oregon. Did anybody catch this game at all? They were a live dog, too. They were a live dog. They almost went outright. Uh, they led in the fourth quarter, and they probably went outright if they didn't fumble twice in um, the first quarter, leading to two scoring drives from Oregon. But, I mean, that's kind of patting ourselves in the back there. Job well done, boys. Yeah, I felt good about it. I mean, we, we probably should discuss uh, whether our week zero pick counts. I don't think it should, considering week zero was a total joke. But um, yeah, nice to get a nice to get a win. I don't care if we want to count it. I'm counting this as one and zero. Doesn't matter that's, to me. Yeah, that's what I was saying too. I said so if we're counting week zero, we're one and one. But week zero had five games, and I think out of those five games, only one dog covered. And that was Illinois who won outright. Mad Max, go ahead. Now that the kids are getting paid, isn't this professional sports? And in what professional sport do we not have a little preseason? I mean, we're handicapping the game. The kids are getting paid. It's professional sports. We get a little preseason. Well, week zero. Well, nothing. Well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> For week zero, where five games occur. <laughs> We'll call, the, we'll call it the preseason. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We can do, yeah, we'll do that. Dart me preseason. Dart me dog was 0 and 1, and then the regular season, 1 and 0. Is that what we'll do? Okay. Yeah. Fair. We'll meet in the middle there. Mad Max. Okay. Um, any other college football games you want to talk well, about? Well, I mean, I think we need to discuss Badgers. the game we all want to discuss. Yeah, I know. Um, that's true. I, and I think, you know, there was Clemson, Georgia, which could be considered a really big game. But I think because it was Penn State, Wisconsin ranked matchup and it was a conference game, in my eyes, it's probably the biggest game because, listen, Georgia and Clemson, they can each win their uh, win their conference. I mean, obviously, Georgia is supposed to be Alabama, but um, it doesn't have as much um, impact, I would say, um, on the season. So, yeah, 16-10, Wisconsin loses to Penn State. Uh, Penn State covers the spread, five and a half, and the money line um, at Camp Randall. I mean, vomit, like puke. I don't know what to say. The Badgers ran 95 offensive plays, and they scored 10 points. How does that happen? You, that, that just can't happen. Anybody else want to elaborate further on the game itself? Uh, I guess Badgers defense is 
looks like they're going to be good again. I mean, how many times do they have to give the ball to the offense and not get anything in return from the offense? I mean, kind of like last year, the defense kept us in so many games and then our offense just couldn't move the ball. Or they moved the ball, but then they couldn't score when they got in the red zone. I mean, four red zone trips for Graham Mertz and the crew and 10 points is not good at all. Yeah. yeah, but he's getting that money from uh, from his merch sales. So, <laughs> so there's that. Coming soon. Yeah, I know. Like, what else can you say about it? If you had the ball, you had the game one, first and goal on the one-yard line, fumble. Turn around, hand it off. Let's win. The, let's get out of here with a win, but couldn't get it done. Uh, I can say this. I'd rather have Jack Cohen. Oh, I, I I think so too. I, I I think so too. But that's so easy to say. Well, no, um, but like I don't blame him for wanting to get out of there. I just think it's dumb. Well, yeah, it is. But because the whole reason they arrived at Merce with because Jack Cohn was injured. Was yeah, that, but, but then, obviously Cohen did not feel like he was gonna get that team back so um well yeah because it's hard to get that back when you uh, yeah right you wouldn't he wouldn't have gotten it back because you're not gonna bench the guy well, you, you can you can bench him i mean he was terrible like, after his first game you can bench him and then it, then you'd lose him then he'd transfer to and then good <laughs> and then you're like you would say good about that and then it's like well then How's that affect? Then people would say, how's that affect uh, other quarterback recruits coming to Wisconsin if you just go ahead and bench him after you started them? It's like, but then you get in the whole thing. It's like all hypothetical bullshit. It's like, listen, man, all I need you to do is turn around, hand the ball off at the one yard line, or like don't fumble another snap in the red zone, doing some off of an exchange, or I, I don't know. Like last year, it was what? Like our the badge receiving core was like down to like nothing next to nothing. Now Penn state could be a very good team and they seem to have a good defense, but dude, they had the game one there. Like just don't make the, don't make the stupid physical mistakes of like fumbling in exchange and you win the game. That's it's all literally all you need to do. Ryan mentioned before the defense put the team on the back. If you run 95 offensive plays, you score 10 points. It, 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 it was an abomination. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have too much to say um, <clears throat> other than just some people were saying, uh, and I won't mention names, some people were saying that we need to pass the ball more or do whatever, and I I don't think there's a simple solution to a guy just not being as good as people thought he was at this point. I won't say he can't turn things around. Right. I just think it's pretty clear at this point that He's underperformed. Yeah, I that relative to the hype, at least, you know. Yes, relative for him being called the bet, the greatest Wisconsin recruit to ever come to Wisconsin to grace the field at Camp Randall, whatever four star this, four star that. He's got the merch sales. Like he's got, dude. Even at college game day, where they like they were showing this game, and the way to hype this game up was showing Graham Mertz's week one. Five touchdown games in Illinois. That's the only film they could use because he was nothing after that. Like, he was nothing. They, like, all right, they talk about the Illinois game. 
last year that basically, uh, yeah, that's his only good game. And then that's all they were talking about. That's all he's shown us is that one game. Yeah, when he was when he, when he was compared to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh no! Yeah, Patrick Mahomes said a tweet about him in that too. Mahomes tweeted about Mertz in that first game that he played. Yeah. On, on oh, Grant, on Grant. oh god. <laughs> Don't you want to trust the eye of the MVP of the National Football League though? No. I don't know. I, I think he just yeah, probably, like you said, it might have been the only game on TV. He's like, holy crap, this kid's got five touchdowns. So I'll just put two out the eye emojis. I don't even know what he threw it out. I think, he did, I think he did the eye emojis. Yeah, definitely. Well, the eye emojis, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. One incompletion in the first half will get you that. Well, I think he's on, I think I, he's on pace. He, like, tied most consecutive completions in a for a Badger quarterback ever or something that game. And the one incompletion was a drop by Groshek, too. Oh. So. Uh. <laughs> yeah, stinks. Whatever. <laughs> that's that's what he, we're riding on right there. That's what he's built that or he, I don't even know. Shout out to Junction. The only uh, other, the only other, game, <clears throat> the only other game I would uh, – shout out to Club Orlo for sure. Um, the only other game I would bring up would be the Ohio State game tie. Just – Oh, yeah. Right, because I mean, either way, you, either way you had it, you know, you could have either pushed, had Ohio State cover for you, or Minnesota cover for you, because um, hovering right on that, um, the game finished at fourteen. Of course, Ohio State won by fourteen points. I personally myself got it at thirteen and a half, and also had that on a teaser that later went on and hit. Um, so, but I think you had it at fourteen live line. I had it at 14, I bet it live at 6.5, and, and then I had it in teaser. So I had it three ways, one, two, pushed on the other. Right. Ohio State's just so much fun to watch. Oh, yeah. They are. I, I, like, I like watching Ohio State. They mean they win well, games. Well, yeah. And Ty and I were watching the game together at a fantasy football draft, and people were calling us Ohio State fans. Listen, we're not Ohio State fans. I just like betting on them. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. to be mad. I don't have Ohio State uh, apparel. I'm not. I'm not an Ohio State fan. I just like making money, and Ohio State and Alabama do that very well. So they got the bones. That's it. I got the brains. Yeah, <laughs> that juju singing the "Let's Make Lots of Money." That's a great commercial, and you'll be probably seeing that a lot when you're watching these college football games because. This- oh, <laughs> The scoop there it is came back. I saw that commercial this weekend while I was watching the game. But um yeah, that was the other game there. Um and then Georgia Clemson, of course. I guess I'd get into that. Listen, the only thing I'll say about that is people wanna talk their shit about Big Ten and all boring this, boring that. And I want them to keep that same energy when you see like a s- absolute slug fest between Clemson and Georgia when the only touchdown of the score was by the defense, okay? I mean, just keep that same energy. At least, like, in the Wisconsin game, we had big plays. I mean, Penn State had some big plays on the field. I mean, you had you had Wisconsin, like, in the red zone constantly. Like, there was, there was some offense, but then the defense held strong, of course. Uh, being it the Badgers shooting themselves in the foot or making big plays. I don't know. But, listen, the Clemson-Georgia game was a snooze, man. It was a snooze. Clemson got bullied. But keep that same energy out there. That's what I'd say. Even though 
Hey, the other one uh, was that North Carolina game was pretty awesome. North Mainly Carolina. because of the Metallica thing. I just think that's sweet. But um, That's a big storyline coming into college football this year is that now we have fans in the stands, like you said, Enter Sandman, Electric. I know Fox I, Fox stuck with the, the Badger game for jump around. So a lot of people were liking that, seeing the fans back in action um, for college football. But that's all I really have. I mean, the Enter Sandman was sweet use that you mentioned. Um, anything else in the college football front? I don't have too much. No. All right. Okay. All right. We can move on then. Um, get into the what we the meat of the podcast here. The NFL win totals draft. We have four guys here. Thirty-two teams. Eight teams a person. Um, how do we want to do order here? How do you want to do order? I mean, we obviously go by age. That's what we do. All right, all right. Let's do it then. Um, so that would be live line. Luke leading us off. You go in second. Uh, Mad Max third, and then Rhino fourth. Okay, we can get this thing started then. Luke, who is the first pick in the 2021 Dart Me NFL Win Totals Draft? I am going to go with Packers over 10. Packers over 10. I'm going to lock it in because they have to win over 10 games. It's just going to happen based off of the last couple seasons. Uh, there's an extra game. I just think they're going over. I guess I hope, I hope they're going over and they've been really good the last few years. So I don't understand. It seems a little low for me, but we'll see. Right. Okay. I am up second. Let me, let me go to my big board here. (laughs) All right. So I, I will take. With the second pick, Lions under four and a half. I'm doing it. It's a low total. Oh <laughs> it's a low total, I know. But you, listen, you bring in a new coach, and this new coach in his opening press conference just talks about biting kneecaps, getting knocked uh, down, getting back, man and biting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mantera. You will not bite the kneecaps harder than we will. <laughs> Dude, like I don't know. That could be do something. I don't understand that. Um, and I also, like, who do they have? I mean, well, they have Goff, Andre Swift. Like, I don't know. I couldn't name a receiver right now. I think people are hyping up Hopkinson because yes, they're, they were. because he's like the only receiving option. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. They don't even have Marvin Jones Jr. anymore. Dude, they and they're going to take off. the opposing team's kneecaps. So that's got to mm-hmm. bode well. If you leave the field with more <laughs> remedies than the other team, I right. like the chances. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, this team's uh, a joke. And uh, I give their coach, like, uh, obviously, <laughs> he might not make it through the year. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> what? Dude, this guy is a moron. 
Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> you come out in your first press conference and say that you're going to be biting off kneecaps, especially coaching a historically dirty Lions team. I know. I know. So, that's my pick. Mad Match. Have at it. All right, let's take care of the NFC North a little bit. All right, we got two teams off the board with the top two picks, and I'm not going to go anywhere else. NFC North, Chicago Bears, under seven and a half wins. All right, under seven and a half. I think it's going to be a catastrophe in Chicago this year. What if, uh, well, they got to make the QB switch here pretty quick, huh? You know they're going to go to the QB switch, and they're more than likely not going to be ready for it. I don't think their defense is as good. And I don't think they're ready to block for whoever the quarterback is. Right. Brian? All right, there you have it. Uh, uh, I'm going to go a different route here. I'm going to go Chargers under nine and a half. Chargers? Under nine and a half. Because the char- Dartmouth knows this. The Chargers are going to charge. The Chargers are going to charge. They're going to be. They're going to be in every game, down a score with the Herbert. It's going to have to lead them to victory. And I don't think they can do that ten times. We're <laughs> <laughs> saying every game's going to come. Every game is going to be within a score, and like the Mets will net, the Chargers will charge. Oh, that's pretty good. That's good. All let's right. uh, let's go, let's go, let's go, Snake. So Rhino can okay. uh, Rhino for two. Okay, let's snake right. it. We'll snake again. I'm going to go with uh, the Atlanta Falcons under seven and a half. Because, I wonder why. Yeah, because Matt Ryan is a garbage quarterback. <laughs> People I like just don't Taylor- Dude, I don't get the public love for that guy. I mean, people still... He's got an MVP. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all anyone has. Oh, he's got an MVP. This guy is awful. What was the stat last year? I What stat? Like Bad ones. Lots of yeah, lots of bad ones. That's all I know. <laughs> Matt Ryan has blown more fourth quarter leads in the last like since the Super Bowl loss than any other quarterback combined in the NFL. Something like that. So it had to be something. It was like twenty one blown fourth quarter leads since the Super Bowl loss. Holy shit. I think I saw that stat somewhere. That's just terrible. I hate that. And man. now they're playing. I hate that man. And their division's tough. They got the Buccaneers and the Saints, and I think the Panthers are better than them. So, okay, yeah, Falcons under seven and a half. All right, that brings back That's to Mad fair. Max. It's a fair pick, Ronald. They finally got rid of Dan Quinn. I didn't even notice that. How did they do that? Oh yeah, I really, I didn't know that either. Holy shit! Who's the new coach? I uh, know. I mean, whose fault? Whose fault? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's still Matt Ryan, though, right? Do we think well, it was Matt Ryan or do we think it was Dan? I don't think people watch the games. So, like, if you actually watched <laughs> Falcons games, you wanted to throw up. And yeah. it was 
strictly because of Matt Ryan's play that you wanted to throw up. No, I agree with that. I, I think that's what it is, Luke. Like, people say this, Matt Ryan, he's not that. Like, I don't think they actually sit down and watch the game and, like, watch him, like, in the red zone, taking a sack, in the red zone, not targeting Julio Jones, like, doing weird things. Like, I think the that's what it is. second tight end is his favorite player. Yeah. I think you're right with that. I think that's why people say, you know, I don't mind Matt Ryan. He's actually pretty okay. But then it's like, no, if you put eyeballs on the screen, or you bet on this guy and you watch him, it's like, what are we doing here? No, you want to throw up. Yeah, it's it's terrible. But now he's got Kyle Pitts and Mike Davis. So he has yeah. two more years. Only. <laughs> It'll be Mike Davis years is like, Davis is like 30. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is like 18. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Right. I, I can tell you Mike Davis is not the answer. I mean, he might be fine, but, like, this guy is not changing. This guy's, this guy's not, like, turning the franchise around. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But, and they don't even, I don't even think they have anyone behind him. No, I, I don't know. I don't know much about any roster. True. Yeah, I'm not going to get into rosters too much. I believe right. they have Felipe Franks waiting in the wings. So that, maybe that'll come into play. Maybe it won't. <laughs> yeah. Felipe Franks. <laughs> Go ahead, Mad Max. Pick number two for you. I want the Buffalo Bills over 11 wins. Buffalo Bills over 11. That feels so weird. Therefore, I do not want to explain myself. That's what I got. It, it does feel weird seeing the Bills at that high win total, but I mean, hey, they they showed out last year. Josh Allen looked legit too. When I'm thinking of Bills, the first image that comes to my mind is just Willis McGahey going off the field. He's got a trainer under each arm, and they have nothing else. <laughs> that is a sad image, but accurate. I think yeah, accurate. <laughs> Okay, I will take for my second pick, which is on my big and it's second on my big board, I guess. But my big board is probably not organized the best. But I have Giants under seven. Giants under seven. Um, listen, I think Dan Jones, Dan Jones, I like to call him, uh, not Daniel Jones. Uh, I think he's bad. <laughs> I mean, the offensive line is bad. The receivers are bad. Um. Saquon hinted at not being 100% or there were reports he's not at 100% coming to the season, which could be bad. And if you're running behind a bad offensive line, he's a bad quarterback. I, I, I don't know. That, that's, my, that's my rationale behind that pick. Giants under seven. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, all right. I'm going to a pick that I absolutely love. And that is the Washington Spuds over uh, eight and a half. Um, you have it on your big board list here, Ty. It's magic. Yeah. That's yep. pretty much all I need. But their defense is awesome. So I think that plays. I think eight and a half is a little low. I think they squeak into the playoffs again. 
Uh, so I have them over. And then for my second pick, I will uh, I will ride you uh, on your big board there with Colts under nine. I'm basically betting on Carson Wentz being terrible <laughs> like he's been, kind of like Matt Ryan-esque. Right. It's brutal to watch him play. Oh, and yeah. I, they don't really have that much there. I don't. JT, I don't know. Wentz doesn't do it for me. Right. That's I, what I got. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, Wentz, he led the league in interceptions last year. Like, do people just all of a sudden forget that? Because coming into the Colts, like, oh, the Colts have Carson Wentz now. Like, all of a sudden, everything that happened with the Eagles just washed away in people's brains. And, like, he's all of a sudden good now. He's okay. Like, dude, he literally stunk. They had to bench him for Hurts. He wasn't good. But now yeah, I, I don't understand that. I, I would actually be more inclined to switch my pick if Hurts were to be more involved. I don't know what that looks like, but <laughs> Carson Wentz does not uh, – no. Move, move the line for me, I guess. No. Me well, either. it's Frank Reich that's moving the line. I I get that, too. I mean, but, but why? Nobody you know, knows. I guess he's like the Carson Wentz whisperer. And, like, he's – I don't know. Maybe I could be I could be totally wrong. But I just like to go off the fact, like, dude, we saw, we saw this man play, like, absolute dog and, like, tossing up balls. He's tossing up jump balls inside the – red zone and like scrambling around for his life maybe again you can go back well shitty offensive line well just don't make the dumb throw then like maybe figure that out or you had i guess an athlete in miles sanders at running back i don't know the point being is all of a sudden carson wentz is good and we are forgetting about he led the league in interceptions last year that can't all be on the shitty eagles or i in my mind and in my in my mind like frank reich doesn't just fix that even though he had like Carson Wentz playing at MVP level two years ago, but that's just me. Okay, it is back to me now. Um, no, actually, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Ty, you gonna go right down your big board there, or what? I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What was okay? You had it was Colts, and that was nine and a half. Sorry, I'm getting caught up here. Uh, nine. nine, nine flat nine. Okay. All right, my pick, sorry, um, my pick is going to be Cowboys under nine. Um, just going to do it. I'm always going to take yes. Cowboys under Why do I Luke loves the Cowboys this year? Um, How about them Cowboys? Um, keep playing that tune. I mean, you can keep playing it and you can cash this under ticket because Cowboys, um, the last 25 years – the under their win total has hit 17 times. So I'll just do that. Um, Mike McCarthy is still the coach. Uh, Mike McCarthy's not good. That defense is still porous. Um, I guess, I don't know if this is a big deal, but I just saw it made headlines like their left tackle or a tackle. I'm talking about tackles now, dart me. Um, went down. <laughs> Went down with an injury, so a little offensive line talk there for the boys. But um, Cowboys under nine. 
I hate the pick, but yeah, you can do what you want. America's team. How about Seventeen out of twenty. <laughs> they gotta be coming back down to them in there a little bit. I mean, seventeen out of twenty—that's ridiculous. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh. Oh. All right. If that moves like the it. needle at all. Yeah. It, it it moves it as much as it probably should this year, but that's that's yet to be seen. I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. Reluctantly, over 12 wins. The highest win total on the bo- – oh, no. Scratch that. Hacker Nation. Kansas City, 12 and a half. That's understandable. Tampa Bay, 12, though. I think they win 13. Tampa Bay, over. Tampa they Bay. do have the fourth easiest uh, schedule in the league, too. Just FYI. <clears throat> Not the, I mean, it's it's based off 2020 records, but I think right. that's relevant. Right. Because they, yeah, they got in as a wild card, too, so that's you know, helps out the scheduling for the next year. You're slotted as your second place now for the division scheduling. But, yeah, that helps. So, well, I mean, words, it, didn't they? The, the yeah. Cowboys, or, uh, yeah, the Cowboys, the Buccaneers, like, didn't lose anyone. But, yeah, I like that pick a lot. I like it too. Right on, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna go <clears throat> Tennessee Titans over nine and a half. Does we'll give you nine. We'll give you a flat nine. Oh, thanks. Thank um, because I think the offense is really good. Uh, Derrick Henry is a beast. And they added Julio Jones, who, um, yeah, he's uh, he's always, like, questionable in fantasy leagues. But I think now that he has a quarterback who's pretty good, like, fantasy-wise, Tannehill's really good fantasy-wise because he doesn't turn it over and he has a lot of weapons. Um, I think the Titans are going to move the ball against a lot of teams, and they're going to beat up the Texans and the Jaguars and the Colts are – we have them under nine. Yeah. So, obviously, we don't like – we don't believe in the Colts so much, so somebody in this division has to go over um, nine and a half. I think it's going to be the Titans. I like it. I think that's what I think. Somebody's got to go over ten wins in this division. Right. And for you again, for your second one? Uh, okay. um, the snake got him. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go Steelers. Steelers? Okay. Eight and a half. We have uh, I'm going to do under eight and a half because ooh, Big Ben is. Is, I agree with that. I think Big Ben is getting like, yeah, he's made a glass already, man. Yeah, <laughs> Big Ben is going to shatter something on the field. <laughs> Rhino, that's not true. He is tough. <laughs> he is. Tough. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, the walking. The narrative. The narrative. The narrative. 
hilarious for Matt, or for uh, for Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, it drives me insane. Yeah, that nerve is so old and overplayed, and it's him putting in a walking boot, and then him saying, "Oh, I'm so injured, this, that, and the other, milking." It's like, of course you're playing the next game, dude. Yeah, I. <laughs> he's annoying. I don't he know. Is. Right, to counter your pick, does this change it at all? And this could be my bad research, but I don't think Mike Tomlin has had a losing season. Now, That's if you fact. say under eight, say under eight and a half, that means they will have a losing season because there are seventeen games in a season now. Yeah, we have no more five hundred seasons. No one can yeah. go five hundred anymore. Yeah. Well, you can, that was you can tie. That was before they said the Browns is the Browns. Now look who's surpassed them. The Browns. The freaking Browns. So there you go, Tomlin. The Browns is the Browns, man. I forgot about that. That's a good one. That's a good one. The Browns have to get him. The Browns is the Browns. It's going to come back to harm. Under eight and a half. Nice. Nice. Mad Max, to you. I'm going to go with an under, and I'm going to go with a low under. I'm going to go with... Fourth lowest total, and I'm gonna go lower than that. I want the Bengals under six and a half wins. I don't believe in anything they're up to. I cannot name a single player on their defense, and that is startling. There's just a lot of things going on there that you don't want it. They don't even have Giovanni Bernard anymore. What are they gonna do? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> He's always oh like, my god! I know uh, it's a vomit. Six for fifty-two yards, five catches for thirty-eight yards in the score. What are they gonna do without that? No. What What are you gonna do when Joe Burrow's looking for an outlet? Bernard's not there. Quick kick. I'm gonna punt it away. Third and eight punt. That's what I expect from the Bengals this season. What the fuck? Okay. On me now. On me. Oh, shit. See, I've picked three unders. Negative a lot of teams start. I think it's just that, you know, I think I just want to go back to an under. Just because I have a personal vendetta against this coach, I'm going to go with the Cardinals under eight and a half. Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if he has a Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think has had a winning season ever in his coaching career, ever. And now he's in. You know, he's got the talent. I mean, the Cardinals are definitely talented. But now, yeah, uh, he's got the talent. This the, the toughest division in football. People are saying uh, Cliff Kingsbury has shown that he's like, <coughs> to me at least, is not suited to do coaching. Like he does dumb things. Um, so yeah, I mean, under nine, eight and a half for me. I hate Cl- Cliff Kingsbury. That's fair. That is and that's fair. my fourth, my fourth pick and fourth under. I'm, I'm feeling negative. Uh, that's okay. But I've landed gets on you for two. Yeah, I, I'm looking for like one, but I'll try and find two here. Um, I did find it interesting that I was reading a win total projection model and. <laughs> They had the Packers ceiling at 14.2, but they had their floor at seven and a half. 
It's a whoa. It's a pretty substantial. That's a nice. Ride. That's like a nice weatherman's range. Like, they, <laughs> like basically, people don't know how to project them at all. I just yeah. find that kind of interesting. Um, well, was that before or after the Rogers was official, though? This is uh, as of uh, September sixth. But I, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. I don't, exactly. I don't like, listen to these or like care about these. I just kind of thought it was. That kind of thought it was interesting. Um, that that's kind of what it was. Um, I am just going to go and lock in. I know it's a high total, highest on the board, but I think the Chiefs go over. I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I think they're awesome. I like watching them. So yeah. I'm going over on the Chiefs. I like that. Um, especially getting – I mean, I would – I would consider going over last year on that win total, just even with a extra game. Right. If there was one less game, I would. I think twelve and a half would be fair, even though it's probably a lot. I know I don't study much for historicals in regards to that, but yeah. Um, and then the other one is, I am just. This is like a gut feeling thing. I believe that the Seahawks are going to go under ten. I don't believe in them. I don't think Seattle. I don't know. I just, I don't believe in, in Seattle, especially with Russell Wilson, not being Russell Wilson anymore. Seemingly he just doesn't like to run anymore. And then Chris Carson gets so much hype. And this guy's like yet to put it all together. And this team is literally dependent on running the football. So I, I suppose he could come out and be awesome and it would change things, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. And then their defense is not like they still hold on to the whole, we have an extra player and yada, yada, yada. And then you watch them play and it's not good. So I mm-hmm. tough division. Yeah. I think that division is going to be pretty bunched up. Like I kind of see them all being right around 500. Right. Yeah. I don't so I don't know. I would I, go under. I guess ten. I had, I had, I guess I don't know. I don't know if I could do either way on that one. I guess I'm just being. You, you mentioned the Russell Wilson thing. You know, I, I think he's good, but like, will they let him be good? Slash, you know, like he mentioned last year, he didn't seem to be willing to run. Slash, that all that stuff. Like, to me, is a toss up. Um, well, I, I, I don't even remember this, but like he was basically the MVP front runner for the first half of the season last year, and then it was just atrocious in the second half. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, I owned him in fantasy. It was like we were riding that high for, I don't know, four weeks, Rhino. Yeah. And then he just went down. Um, My pick, I, I had to take it over. I just have to do it. Um, And it's probably one of the squarest, like a square sharp over. I don't know. Like it's been getting hyped up now. 49ers over 10 and a half. Uh, um, because they have, I think, it, I don't know, I've heard they had an easy, easy schedule. I don't know if it was ranked third or if it's ranked easiest or top three, whatever, but they have an easy schedule due to the fact they finished last in division last year. You know, you say, well, they finished last last year. Why do you think it go over 10 and a half now? Because they're just two years removed from being in the Super Bowl. Um, last year, they had bad injury luck. Um, easy schedule, lots of energy last year. Get easier opponents. 
you essentially get healthy now, hopefully you can get over 10 and a half. But I don't see then then I'm second guessing myself with like having Jimmy G lead you to 11, but then you That's the just, only that's the only part that kind of holds me up is that right. they want to seemingly the talk is all about going to the rookie QB. Mm-hmm. And I would say you know you know that Garoppolo is not going to go out there and light the world on fire. No. Like, he's boring as hell. And then, yes. you know, I don't know if that's, that would be like the part that kind of. Yeah. And that's, and that's where you could say, like, if you're a Niners backer, you'd be like, well, they're, <clears throat> when they went into the Super Bowl, they didn't have to rely on Jimmy G. They literally ran right through the Packers in the playoffs, but, and the def- they ran in the defense. Um, but, to your point there, Luke, it's like, well, if you need a if you need a drive or you need something, do you really can you really trust in Jimmy G to do that? I guess I'm relying on easy schedule, get out ahead, get ahead in these games, then lock it down with your de- solid defense. But that is my pick. Mad Max, it is on you. Hmm. I want the Los Angeles Rams over ten and a half. There we go. Yeah, I was kind of leaning there too when I took when I took the Hawks. Those are the two teams that I'm. I don't know that. where to go. Three, three NFC West teams back to back to back. Cooking it out. I think the Rams, I don't know. I could they could be real. Their defense is real. Yeah. Stafford, I just don't know about Stafford. He's getting way too much hype for me. I know. That's what, see and I like to think the Rams are real too. Um but it, the the whole Stafford hype. Like, yes, Stafford was a was a good quarterback. How then I go back, how re- good was he really? Like, I know the Lions were always ass, but dude, Never made the playoffs once, like and then like they have they had a division lead, like four years ago or when whatever Rogers said we need to run the table, they were in front in the division for the division they just lost it I don't know, but I guess Stafford's a good quarterback I have, to, but how really good is he is he putting up garbage numbers sometimes yes I don't know it's Mad Max's pick I'm talking all over him but. He can talk on Stafford and how he's so confident of him. Yeah, how about how about into the hype? This is a defensive pick that I made. I think Stafford's yeah, a good agree. enough quarterback. There's good enough weapons around him that if you're only asking Matt Stafford to go out and get 24 points a game, <clears> and he's got some of the targets he has around like Robbie Woods and Cooper Cup, they added Deshaun Jackson, got some tight end play, got Everett, a little bit of running back shit going on, and a really good defense. That should be fair enough. I've, I've seen him come to Lambeau and really put us on the ropes many times. So I feel, like, I feel like 11 wins in a division where we just underlined you guys' last two picks. You had Arizona with the under and Seattle with the under. I had those same two picks. I think, I think 10 and a half is not a problem. Fair. I like that. He's convinced me. He's convinced me. <laughs> Rhino, you for two. Um, I've been looking at the Dolphins here. Um, 
I think their defense is good, but I don't trust Tua yet. You don't trust there goes my Tua. There goes my Tua. <laughs> no, I don't trust Tua. Yet. No, I don't trust. <laughs> uh, nine and a half wins. I see them like nine and eight. That's probably their ceiling. Okay. Uh, I mean, they got the Jets in there. Those are two winnable games. Obviously, then they got the Patriots. Where Patriots, if, when they play like, the Patriots at home, they win that game. Yeah. Sorry. They're like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they're like right in the same level with the Patriots, I think. And the Bills for two. Really two tough to lose. Let's talk team trust to do they try to acquire watson you know i mean, I mean yeah their defense is good <laughs> imagine trying to acquire watson i know but who knows right so just really trust your own quarterback i don't know their defense is good and uh their coach he's done some good things uh and it's by miami standards like that one year mm-hmm. they tried to tank for tua and then he ended up winning like five games right Pulling those out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and they still got him. So, right. He did his job and he kept the team motivated, I guess. So, yeah. But I, they might be like a year or two away from getting some good offensive people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then me again. Yep. I like the what, Ravens. What'd you, have, what'd you have there, Rhino? Ravens over 11. Okay. I like the Ravens over 11 because I believe in Lamar Jackson. And I think Lamar Jackson is or he can be unstoppable, dude. Like, you should just say, fuck the haters and run the ball because mobile quarterbacks last in this league. Well, they make plays. They make plays. And they're exciting. And Mark Jackson has done it for three years now. Yeah. Right. And uh, the Ravens got a chance to go deep in the playoffs. And I think they can do it with Mark Jackson. And they can get over 11 wins. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mark Jackson, I believe in you. I believe in him, too. I like Mark Jackson. People, other people, not so much. Those are his two. Mad Max on you for your seventh pick, I believe. Nope, your fifth. Nope, your sixth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was gonna go. I was ready to pick Baltimore over there, I know. And and there's really, 
when you think about their offense the last few years, they don't really have any razzle-dazzle at the skill positions. You, you can't really name receivers. They don't have any top 10 receivers. They don't really have any top 10 running backs. So that is a testament to Lamar. And those stats to back it up, the Baltimore Ravens, the number one scoring offense over the last two seasons. How about that? Yeah, that's, that's a nice stat. That's a nice stat. With no, I mean, who's their, who's their number one receiver the last two years? Who's their number one running back the last two years? Right, exactly. Is Todd Heap still playing? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a heap of help. <laughs> Andrews probably. Andrews is probably his number one option. Yeah. Oh goodness, he's put that man on a pedestal. Yeah, <laughs> there better be a house for Lamar in his house. <laughs> Room for Lamar in, in every one of his houses. He's got multiple houses all on all on Lamar. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Jets. And I'm going to go with the under. Under six wins for the New York Jets. There we go. You know, from the makers of Mets going to Met, Jets going to Jet, baby. Yeah, baby. That's right. Jets under six. Mo Salah. Get out of here. It's like- That's all I got. I mean, when have the the Jets are just always bad. When have they been ever been good in our life? Rex it's Ryan, Rex Ryan, Mark, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Then the butt fumble happened. It's all been downhill from there. Oh, hey, Mark Birds though. Late in the season, they're gonna be huge dogs, and they're gonna win outright. Watch it happen oh, late in the year. Oh Christ! You know it, Ty. They'll do it. That's what they do. They're terrible, and then they'll play a team as like fourteen and a half point. Dogs, and then they'll win outright. And it's just what they do. I agree. I don't. I can't even name five players on the Jets, but exactly. Yeah, they just are. They talk about them every year too. Like I think they're going to be better this year, and they just never are. And yep. is Zach Wilson the starting quarterback there? Yep, rookie starting quarterback. Vomit. Uncontested. So, vomit. So from I guess from one rookie quarterback team to another, also with a rookie head coach, Jaguars under six and a half. Listen, I I don't know anything about. Well, I mean they have I guess some playmakers, but dude, you bring in a rookie quarterback and you pair that with a rookie head coach, I I don't know. I think you're gonna be bad. Just me. Just me. Urban Meyer. Herb. Yes, Herb Meyer. That's all I have, really, for that. So I'm done. I I think he'll look all right. Like, I think Trevor Lawrence will look all right. I think he'll look fine. I just don't think they'll win a lot of games. Kind of be like Joe Burrow last year looked good. They just didn't win a lot. They covered a lot when he was starting. Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. That's for sure. That's, you know, that's a great equalizer to the spread. We're talking straight up. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna go back to the NFC North, and I'm gonna pick on the Vikings, and I'm gonna go under nine. I don't know what has changed in Minnesota that would make me want to go over. They were seven and nine last year. I don't know. That's just what I got, and that's. Basically, that that division outside the pack, like it should be the Packers' division to win, hands down. Should be. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it is, 
And I don't know why the Vikings would be better than they were last year. I would agree with that. I think they're fine. I think they have some weapons. It seems like they can never stay healthy with their uh, their big playmakers, and then they're one injury away, and I'm pretty sure their defense is not good. I can't give you exact statistics, but I don't think they're that good. All right, next one. Um... God, I don't know. This uh, doesn't this doesn't this I I don't understand this line either. To be honest, the Patriots over nine and a half. I'm just or I guess at nine and a half, I'm going under on the Patriots. I yeah. I I, I'm not knocking on your big. I was just looking at it. I was just looking at it, and I just don't understand why I would be confident in the Patriots other than Bill Belichick, but like exactly. everyone's like riding super high on this quarterback thinking he's going to come out and be unstoppable in Mac Jones. I just don't, I don't, why would he, why would that be the case? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I honestly, I, I just wrote down some names at the bottom there. Not sure. I wasn't sure where to go with that. And basically you said, it's basically just to me, I originally put it down over because of the Bill Belichick thing. But then, then again, yeah, I don't know. That's all I did. Like, I'm so, not afraid to say it. I think the whole Bill Belichick Patriots thing is over. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I hate to see it. I love the Patriots. Again, not a Patriots fan. I just respect them. Don't you lost Brady? The run is over, in my opinion. We'll see. Okay. Back to me. Back to me. And we're going to another under. Panthers under seven and a half wins. All I have about this is, dude. I, I know Sam Donald. They got, they got Sam Donald. That's your new quarterback. Is he good? I'm unsure about that. I know he played for the shitty Jets, and they didn't really help him out much with. Crazy eyes, um, but dude, I don't know. I'm unsure about him. Is he going to be good? I don't think so. What tells you that he's going to be good about what he did in New York? He still made hell of mistakes, so I'm going under seven and a half, and that's all I have on that. Another under. That's my one, two, three, four, five. That's my six under. Holy shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> incredible. I hate the end of the glass half empty kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. It's on you. All right. Oh, hmm. Really scraping the barrel now. <laughs> Old dartboard action for dart meat. Denver, how about Denver? Denver, Broncos, under eight and a half wins. Under eight and a half. Doesn't trust two gloves. 
<laughs> I don't trust Teddy Two Gloves. As he I don't should. trust the best. <laughs> they got young defense. They got. They've been drafting a lot of defense. It theoretically should be good. I have no doubt that they'll be good in a few years. If Rodgers ends up there next year, they'll probably win the AFC. But yeah. as far as this year goes, I'm not ready to buy in on them. <laughs> Teddy Two Gloves. No, I like their wide receivers there. Teddy Two Gloves covers, man. Teddy Two Gloves is a dog. He covers. But yeah. under eight and a half. Ryan, you for two. This will end your draft, right? Yes. This will end your selection. It will. <clears throat> What's the first one? I'm going to go the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. And what's the hell? What's it gonna be? (laughs) With the Raiders. The Raiders. Simple as that. Over over or under seven. We'll go. What the hell? Over seven. Over seven. (laughs) Raiders. Okay, there you go. Derek Card. Take me home. Who's good on the Raiders? They got Ruggs. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. I don't want no Ruggs. I feel good about Darren Waller. There you have it. Okay. All right. Darren Waller. And I'll leave. He became everybody's favorite player overnight. (laughs) He did. I'll take the tech. He drafted in the third round of fantasy drafts suddenly. Yeah. Derek Carter loves him. Darren Waller. I suppose. I'll take the uh, Texans. Under, uh, what is it? Four? Four. Four. <laughs> Under four. What is with Deshaun Watson? Do we know what he's going to do? He's fourth in the depth chart. He, the Texans are, like, saying we're not playing him. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, because of, obviously, circumstances. Yes. Um, okay, then I'll take the under because they have Philip Lindsay and... Do they have Philip Lindsay? Yeah, they do. I see. I can't. Sure. Ty- oh yeah, they do. They got Tyrod Taylor. Right. Those are the two you can name. And David Johnson. Those are the three players I would name. They have David Johnson, baby. And, and Mark Ingram, I think. Yes. They got a whole stable of running back. They got Brandon Cooks. <laughs> I know this place. I went. Brandon to- Cooks. Sony Michelle. Don't they have Sony Michelle? That's your offense. They got Michelle oh, up in yeah. the Rams. They got Rhino a stable back there. Rhino was at that preseason game for the Texans won. Yeah, yeah, the Texans dude, won. the running back, the running back, uh, <laughs> it's a wagon back there in the backfield. I mean, you got some names. Yeah, six years ago. Exactly. Six years ago. <laughs> Catch lightning in a bottle. Matt Baxter is last pick. Jiminy Christmas. God, my dog just ate a spider. Oh, my God. I think I left you guys some okay teams. I mean, with what I have left that we didn't choose. I think he's immediately regretting this decision. I wanted to give you guys some decent teams to pick from. <laughs> yeah, we still got to search, though, man. It's not like Spider Mitchell. Spider Mitchell. <laughs> Why the fuck would you eat a spider? He's from Richmond. 
I'll take the Cleveland Browns over ten and a half. Bake Mayf. Bake Mayf. Bake Mayf. Baker. 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 Official QB of Dart Me. Bake Mayf. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, okay. That's the Browns. Mad Max's draft is done. Um, I have two teams left to pick from. Or yeah, two teams left to pick from. Ty, go with uh go with your I don't know what the hell pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm going with. What is this? <laughs> I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going <laughs> with, I'm going with over six and a half. Yeah. Six and a half. Oh my and God. listen, like that that's the explanation I have on it is I'm a big word is I don't know what Miles Sanders is talented, I suppose. You got two tight ends that are decent. Jalen Hurts just proved the haters wrong. They Listen, he yeah, sat behind Carson Wentz for so long, and then all of a sudden he came he into came a game, and, and he, it was like a shot in the arm. Like he started running, he started running and doing things, and now people want to hate on the kid, being like that he can't be a quarterback. I just want him to say, you know what? I'll just go out and make plays. So I like that. Pick. He's got a new head coach, though. I don't know. Go out, make plays. Six and a half is low for the and and win some ball games for me because NFC East. I believe in you. I believe in you so much. I had you last in my win total draft. Luke, (laughs) I don't really get a choice here other than the over or the under. That's correct. But hey, people are saying that Jalen Hurts could be the steal of this year's fantasy drafts for quarterback. Are they saying that? So you're also going to take the Eagles over? No, here's what I'm saying. Like, think about, think about the last couple of years. Like, Mahomes was drafted really late, blew up. Josh Allen last year was drafted really late, blew up. People are saying that Jalen Hurts could be that guy this year. So if that happens, you're probably sitting pretty. Other than that, you, you also... Hurts, hey, you also... Mahomes and Allen, I'll be okay. <laughs> Yes, but you also hey, you also quote the fact that they have two good, pretty good tight ends. <laughs> there you go. I love the tight ends. As you love- <laughs> know what to say about if you got two good tight ends. Yeah. You don't have one. Yeah, I don't have one. <laughs> and they say that. Hey, and and good might be a stretch, but yeah. All right. Um, the Saints. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I can I uh select push? I mean I um <laughs> you select push and it hits that yeah, select the exact win total push. I mean is this team I don't know is this team gonna be good? I, I don't know. You gotta decide. It depends if Jason Hill plays. Well it's gonna be famous, Jameis. Yeah. Do you believe? I believe that he'll probably lead the NFL in interceptions. Um, but he'll also throw for like 450 yards a game. Um, uh, I'm going to, I'll go under, I guess. 
on the Saints. All right. I don't really have a reason other than Seamus Winston and Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Our crash. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's the last pick on the board. I think they probably end up like right at nine. That's yeah. kind of why I asked Bush. And Jameis Winston's a wild card, man. Could go either way. He could go horribly wrong. Could also go pretty right in my eyes. He could end up in the wild card. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, that's the draft. <clears throat> Ty, you uh, can post that? I can post that, yeah. All right. Um, do we want to finish up by just talking some week one lines here? Yeah, if you got picks that you like. I mean, I haven't delved deep into the board. I know we got the one – we have the one Thursday game, or tonight's game, uh, when this pod comes out. Um, that line is sitting at eight. Do you have Do you have a pick in that game? Um, yeah, I do. Just give me one second. Uh, here comes the Jimmy Johnson. Um, I personally, if I had to pick, I would pick the Bucks, And I'm probably going to be on the Bucks one way or another. I already am. I have a teaser, a six-point teaser, teasing the Bucks down to two, and teasing the Bills down to minus a half at home against the Steelers. So I'll be on that. I might think about putting the Buccaneers in a money line parlay with maybe parlaying a couple other NFL favorites throughout um, Sunday's action. But that's where I'm at with tomorrow's game. Or today's yeah, Down in Austin, whenever hot you are tired, everybody just did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah. Okay, so you're on your locking Cowboys plus eight. I love the Cowboys in this game. All right. Now, do you have a thought on this? Shit. Uh... You don't have to pick it, but I mean, Chris, we're we're picking. I made my pick. I I would if I pick, I pick Bucks minus eight. I'm probably gonna be on Bucks minus eight. You know, yeah, I might. Uh, I like. I might put a Cowboys in in the Cowboys in a teaser. The ten pointer, or? Uh, like a ten pointer. Yeah. Um, so that would go to plus eighteen. Yeah. Uh, I think Dak Prescott's. Solid quarterback. Um, it's his first game off injury, so we'll see how he looks. But I think he can keep it within two scores of the very good Buccaneers team. Yeah. And then I don't know who I would pair that with on Sunday. But uh, more to come. Yeah, I still have to look at Sunday's games. But I think I would like a 10-point teaser on the Cowboys, plus 18. And just to be clear, I don't love the Cowboys. My only thought process is Thursday night game, almost always vomit. First game of the season, Super Bowl hangover. Cowboys are a different team. It's over a touchdown. I think it could be a shootout. That's kind of my reasoning. I don't know. I would actually lean, I mean... It's not the highest total on the board, but I think this will be a shootout uh, if if Dak can play up to expectation. I could see this being a really high total. 
It's at 51 and a half right now. Yeah. Um, Mad Max, you're going to fire in the game? It's a Thursday game. I mean, are you firing on it? The standalone game, island game? I'm wasting no time. I'm getting right in there. Um. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting on Tampa Bay. I, I got them in a minus seven and a half right now. I don't know if it shifted to eight since the time I made this note. I'm probably in the mood to sell a point either way and bump it up to like minus one or plus one twenty. Tampa Bay. I don't think I don't think Dallas gets to twenty, and I don't picture Tom Brady scoring less than I touched on a quarter. So I got Tampa Bay minus whatever. You can sell some. There you have it. There you have it. That's today. That's tonight's game. That's tonight's game. And of course, I mean, everybody's going to be on this game. I feel like it's the first game of NFL season. Yeah, but everyone's going to be on the Bucks. Yeah, right. No one is going to be on the Cowboys. Or you could be like America's team. I mean, getting that other like popular. They have a big fan base. That big fan base coming in with their action. You could say that too. I don't know. You, I could be very square in taking the game. Does that mean I'm going to be wrong? I could be wrong. I probably will be wrong. I've been wrong a lot. Okay. I, first week is always a crapshoot, too, so I just find it interesting uh, what the lines are going to be because this line might be different later in the season, obviously. So eight's, I mean, eight's the highest spread on the board. Game one, Thursday. Yes, yes it is. Right. And, like you said, it should be a decent Cowboys team, which is also pretty interesting, but it's also, it's also, I guess, kind of still early. You know, the public hasn't gotten in a lot of these games. The lines can move with sharp action coming as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's the highest total on the board, highest spread on the board, which is interesting to me too. Yeah. Um, I guess for the rest of the games, if you guys just, I don't think we need to go through every game, but no. uh, we could just kind of like point out games that we like. Um, and then discuss them if we wanted. I don't know if you have any pinpointed, but one that I have pinpointed is uh, I have either the Rams or San Fran. I, I like both those games. Um, I think I would lean towards... Rams is seven and a half. My seven and a half at home against the Bears. I, I think I would lean there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like I also like San Fran. But I think I think both of them I would I would be interested in teasing for sure because I just, I think they're playing two terrible teams and I think they're both pretty good teams and defense uh, in week one. Yeah, I don't know. Those are two games that intrigue me. I know they're high totals or the second the two second highest totals on the board, but uh, I like the Rams for sure. Potentially San Fran. And that's that's basically like you said. You want to run through some games so it jumps out at you. I wrote down some teasers: Niners and Rams both made um, the six-point teaser option. Both teasing them down to minus one and a half. Other options I wrote down: I already mentioned the Bills. I teased them down to a half point um, with the pairing with the Buccaneers. Then I, you could tease what I wrote down is the Chiefs to pick home against the Browns. And then, yeah, that's it. That's what I have for teaser opportunities there with six points. I don't know what else. 
see now it's gonna be tricky too my in my eyes picking a survivor pick right now because we're also doing a dart me survivor <coughs> we are with some implications so that'll be fun too um i know last year we we did it um we didn't make it uh, as a group we didn't make it very far individually i carried it to um it was a week 14 loss i believe or week whatever loss when the Steelers lost to the Bengals. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing the Survivor. And I'm trying to think of what I would pick for a Survivor right now, too. I'm not sure I'm going to land on. Well, Anybody it depends else? how contrarian people want to go. So, I mean, it's pretty much yeah. those three teams on the board that I feel like are in play. Tampa Bay, San Fran, and the Rams. One of those is probably, seriously, if you think about it, one of those teams is probably going to lose, which is scary to think about. Based on, like, Survivor history, I know, and it, like I talked about how bad the Lions are, but it's like 49ers going on the road too. Do I want to pick them as a survivor right away off the bat going on the road? But or do I want to do I want to back the Rams? I mean, the Bears defense has shown they're pretty good, but do I want to get the Rams when they're playing the Bears now? When I think the Bears and Andy Dalton are much worse when they right. That was kind of my thought too. That was kind of my thought. Uh, Behind that, Ryan, what do you what do you like, or Max, what do you like? Uh, I've been looking at totals for the Sunday games. I like uh, the Vikings Bengals total at forty seven and a half right now. I like the over. Um, we mentioned this during the win totals draft. The Vikings got um, explosive playmakers like Cook and uh, Jefferson, and for the Bengals, Burrow can slant. He's got a he's got a pretty good wide receiver. So I think that total will go over forty seven and a half. That's seven touchdowns. I think they can do it. Um, and I like. I think I found another team for my ten point teaser with the Cowboys. I think I'm gonna. I think I would do Washington football team plus ten against the Chargers. Um, just because we said, or I said, the Chargers will charge. And if they're going to win against a tough football team. Mm-hmm. Right. And also that total is really low. It's two touchdowns. It's also a really low total. So points will probably be at a premium. You're at home. Right. It's a pick them right now, too. So yeah. right, you're I in the 10 points. That 10 points. 10 to 10 points, right? Yeah. Okay. Then you're just looking for one more to fill out, too. But good start. I, you got two, he say, so. Yep. Uh, Matt Max can say what he likes. Or if he likes anything. Yeah. You're on mute, aren't you? <laughs> we have technical difficulties early in season two. <clears throat> it's better <laughs> It's coming through. It's not coming through. Must have, his shit must have died. Yeah, <laughs> Max, I got nothing. I'm not hearing you. Damn it. He needs a dart. Somebody dart this man. Until we get him uh, back, I am interested to hear opinions on the Packers minus four on the road, total of 50 against the New Orleans Saints, kind of where, if anywhere, people are leaning in that one. The Saints, uh, total. You're talking about total, total, total. No, I'm no, but like spread is the spread's four, four, right? For the Packers, the total's fifty. Just kind of interested to hear what people. Right. See, this is what 
so obviously this game is not going to be in New Orleans. They're um, moving venues because of um, the weather, I believe. Because of weather. Um, four now. It was at two and a half, I believe. I don't okay. know. <clears throat> is, yeah, you know, you know, I'd like to think Packers win that and cover. I would like to think that. What was the spread of last year, Ty? I know it was I know it was in Green Bay, but I know we were on the Saints and the Packers kind of exposed them. I don't know yeah. what it what it was like three and a half or something. The, the Saints, Saints were favored because oh the, the Saints were favored, yeah. Because BJ took Packers money line and he and he was showing the end of the game and he said Packers money line baby, and I think. He would only do that if the Packers were, yeah, they, they, dogs. They were dogs. They were dogs, and they cash for PJ. Were the dogs? They were dogs they at were, home. No, they weren't at home. No, they were. They away. weren't at home. They were away. So they're oh. going away again. My yeah. bad. Or dogs. Back. Here we go, baby. Uh, uh, here we go. Okay. Okay. Things <laughs> All right, I really like. I really like Philly on the road at Atlanta plus three and a half. That's my solo play of the week. And then I also, I also got a parlay that I think is pretty lockish, and it starts with the ball cap, of course. Green Bay minus four. I throw on the Rams minus seven. And I top it off with Buffalo minus six and a half. That's my, that's my parlay this week. All right. All right. That's a juicy parlay, too. Lockish. <laughs> a little, lock, little three-team lock. Oh, Ryan Lochte. A little Lochsky. A little Ryan Lochsky. Drew Lock. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. What else here? Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I like that. I like that. Um, I was going to say, this is the vomit pick of the week. Like, just hold your nose. <laughs> or I might throw up putting this into the computer. Texans, the Texans plus three. Against the visiting Jaguars. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's a whole new pick. I wrote I'm... down a pick every week of the game, and next to that one, I just wrote, no thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it goes against every principle in the book to pick the Jags here. A rookie QB, rookie head coach, going on the road as a road favorite. That's all I'm saying. So if you're interested, hold your nose. Swallow the vomit that you're throwing up and put in the Texans. Probably don't even watch the game. And hopefully you, you, you look at your phone three hours later and you have some money in your account. You but, don't even have to watch the game. Won't be no. no, I would tell you right now, I was just going to say, if you had to watch this game from start to finish, you would never want to watch another professional sporting event in your life is kind of how I would sum that up. I mean, this is... It's got to be atrocious. It's going to be. It's going to be absolute, absolute crap. <laughs> this game should be played. Have a dart. This game should be played in London. <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely should. They usually, Are there any London games this year? Are we devoid of London games given the current global status? That's a good question. I would, I don't know. Not to mention that they just stink. It's like you forget to set your fantasy lineup. It's a seven oh, yeah. start. That's that's what's the rule. You're just nope. going, going to bed after watching Hawaii after you had a few <laughs> cocktails. 
you chase with Hawaii, then you forget to wake up and set your fantasy lineup, and the London game's already kicked off. You're like, fuck. Shark <laughs> went down and warm up to the hammy. Damn you, Shark. You might have a jag in your lineup, Rhino. I just uh, closed out that ten te- their 10-point teaser. I got football team plus 10, Eagles plus 13, and Cowboys plus 18. So I'm going NFC East, big Big teaser. Here. NFC East teaser. NFC special. East teaser. Lowest <laughs> NFC East special. It's an NFC special. NFC East special from Rhino. Yeah. I like that, Rhino. If you want to hop in my teaser car, that's Tigers. Hop in the teaser car. <laughs> we will we'll post our picks. Uh, yeah, at Dart Me Too. We'll you always can be hop in my car. car. <sighs> I would say, too, um, Ty and I are in uh, again. We're in the pick five spread um, league this year for, I'll just say that the email that I was sent calls it high stakes. I won't, uh, I will not say how high the stakes are, but I would say that it's a substantial amount. Ty and I will be uh, disclosing those picks before Mm -hmm. games kick off. We'll kind of keep you in the loop. Uh, It's usually about 20 people in that league. Pretty high payout. Um, we did pretty good last year. We yeah. we did not we did not cash, but our our end record was basically we would have made money had we bet on those lines right. throughout the season. ATS, we were finished up in yeah. We finished in the black, right? I'm saying that black, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, also to piggyback off that, I don't know. I was thinking about doing a dart me sort of dart me group thing of doing. What like the five pick five games against the spread like this? If you guys are interested, uh, I think we should do it. Dart me, find out who the best capper in Dart me for the NFL season is. I think that'd be some fun, but um, that will be discussed, I guess, in the group chat, and we'll get all the details worked out there. Um, like I mentioned before, the Survivor, the Survivor's happening. Um. Also, we'll probably post the survivor picks at Dart Me Two on Twitter too. Uh, that'll be kind of fun too. And like you said, there could be potential landmines already week one, which I'm scared to do. I'm scared of this week for Survivor. Not gonna lie. You just gotta survive. Name of the game. Survive in Vince. It is the name of the game. Any other? Anything else, boys? Anything else? Otherwise, so you can get into our closing thoughts. I don't have too much else. Uh, I think we'll have more to talk about next week after week one is done and. Mm-hmm. kind of go from there but yeah i don't really have too much else uh other than we're back season two yes we are back closing and thoughts. uh yeah my closing thoughts would just go out to i'm still in baseball mode right um so i'm kind of interested to see how this plays out the Brewers are seemingly in a great position. I am praying that the Braves hold on and go to uh, Milwaukee for a first-round playoff matchup, at which uh, point we will have boots on the ground, or at least I will be uh, at the games in Milwaukee, if that's the case. So I'm excited to see how that unfolds, and hopefully, like I said, that'd be awesome to get a Braves-Brewers matchup. I am the lone Braves fan in the group. But uh, it'd be fun to kind of have some in in group rivalry uh, stuff going on. So that's kind of my closing thoughts. I like it, Mad Max. You have anything closing thoughts wise? Uh, happy the football's back. 
happy that the Brewers are giving us reason. Well, it seems like all of our teams give us just a little glimmer of hope, just a little enough to really get in there and get invested. It never works out well, except Dartme. Since the last time we visited, I know. there was a parade. There's a parade downtown in Milwaukee. Yes. And the Bucks hung a banner. No, they didn't hang the banner yet. But if you if you want to catch October 21st, Brooklyn comes to town. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, they're going to watch. They're going to look up into the ceiling at the beautiful Pfizer form as a banner is unveiled. So I guess we got one. We're probably good enough till the next decade. We can't really be too greedy. Uh, but, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, I love that. I was about to say that, too. Hung a banner, baby. Let's fucking go. We did. We did? Uh. Anything? Uh, no. No, nothing really. Um, stay tuned to the Dartmouth Dog. Probably go out uh, either Friday night or Saturday morning before the uh, college football games. Uh, if you hackers got a dog out there you want us to look at, just send it to us. Hey, please let us know before the game, too. <laughs> not after. Yeah, before before the game, please. <laughs> that would be not, not after the fact. I don't know. Some of those are pretty funny. I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you, though. That's kind of funny. So, if you want to tweet at us or DM us what you think we should look at for a Darby dog, we'll look at it, talk about it, we'll take your suggestion. Yeah, at Darby2 on Twitter. But, yeah, that's, that sounds good. Right? I was about to say the same thing, so stay tuned. I mean, obviously, it was the breakdown. We had a, we had a lengthy football totals, win draft, NFL win totals. Um, stay tuned with the college football picks on Twitter at Dart Me Too, um, and the, of course the Dart Me Dog, which is our, which is we're trying to turn into our thing here. Uh, the Dart Me Dog, one and zero for the regular season. Mad Max says zero and one in the preseason. We're calling leagues here the preseason, calling this new one Dart Me Dog, one and zero in the regular season. Let's keep it rolling here um, with another dog, another winner, cash and tickets. I do have one more closing thought, really quick. I just want to give a shout out to uh, official bartender of the Darby podcast, Pete, um, who is moving on to a different uh, field and will no longer be a bartender of uh, that will no, no longer be his full time position. But I would just still say uh, he is still the official bartender of Darby. Shout out to him. Best of luck with uh with your future plans and uh, appreciate the follow and listens. He DMs us quite a bit. So uh, always wanted to talk hockey. We don't do the best job, but shout out yeah. to him. I can close the app on hockey. Listen, he asked if we had fun watching hockey. Personally, um, me watching my Oilers did not have fun, got swept in the first freaking round. They blew a gigantic lead game three. And then game four, of course, you're going to lose that. You blow a gigantic lead. Uh, Grawls, Canadians. Um, went all the way to the cup after beating Luke's Maple Leafs, which was a shocker. Um, Ethan's our guy, my friends, Jets, got swept by those Canadians. Um, a fun note that came with those Canadians was Cole Caulfield, um, Badger alum, um, was on the team. Cole Caulfield, uh, so he he showed he uh, he showed some stuff there too. But yeah, that was our Canadian hockey talk, and of course, Lightning ended up hoisting the cup. But personally, I did not have fun. 
Uh, Mad Max, I know, was going with the Islanders. That was a pretty fun run they had. And, of course, MPG probably had a pretty fun time watching the Canadians. But, um, yes, of course, big shout-out to the former official bartender of Dartme. Um, thank you very much. Maybe, maybe accepting uh, maybe maybe accepting applications for uh, a new official bartender of Dartme. Oh, that could be a thing. I yeah, that could be a thing. You know, a, like, local, a local establishment preferred, one that we can go watch games. Uh, but yeah. Send us your resume. I adore me too. Send us your Yeah. Yeah, totally. Who's pouring through those resumes? <laughs> it's okay. All right. Yeah. We, Ty, who's sending in a resume? <laughs> I just to say that, then I was like, who's going to send in a goddamn resume? But hey. <laughs> God damn it. All right. I think we're, I think we're done here. You never know. Peace out, Hacker Nation. Yeah. Thanks for listening and follow us at Dart Me Too. Dart Me.